Hey friend, you are listening to the She Lives Purposely podcast with me, Megan Edmonds. If you want to be encouraged and equipped to live purposefully, to live how God calls you to live, then this show is definitely for you. I believe that you have purpose and that your purpose, like mine, is to glorify God, love God, and love other people. Each week, we'll talk about different ways that God has called us to live purposefully, chat about Christian living, answer life and faith questions, and have some powerful conversations with my friends. All right, so let's chat. Hello and welcome or welcome back to the She Lives Purposely podcast. My name is Megan Edmonds, and I am so glad that you are here. I hope that you're doing well. Um, I just love the season so much right after Valentine's Day, which I love right before my birthday, which I also love. Um, And we actually recently just had an OB appointment too, which if you didn't know, go back to like two or three episodes ago, but we announced that we're pregnant, which is so exciting. Um, I'll link that episode for you in the show notes. It is a fun one with my husband, Donnie. But we had an OB appointment, which was so sweet, and we got to hear our baby boy's heartbeat. So um, I am feeling good. It was so amazing. But we have got such an encouraging episode for you today. We're talking about shame and condemnation, condemnation versus conviction. We're talking about being a light and even feeling stuck in darkness. It is so good. And it's one with one of my sweet friends. Her name is Allison Golden. A lot of you probably already know who she is, have seen her on social media. She is my friend. She's an author. She's a speaker. She's the creator of Words Are Golden with a massive social media platform. And she's also in doing all that. She's in seminary and she is a pediatric nurse like this girl does it all. And she has just come out with a new book called Arise and Shine, which I personally pre-ordered months ago. And I'm so excited for you to hear our conversation about all of those things. Also, if you are watching on YouTube or on Spotify, you will notice that the setup is a little bit different today. I'm figuring out some stuff with when we have guests on, what the like video situation is, I still have to still have to navigate that. But if you are audio only, this doesn't impact you at all. And even if you're video, um, still working to get this video up, so um, it'll 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 still be good. And oh, this conversation is just such a sweet time. So without further ado, uh, here is this episode with Allison Golden. Allison, welcome to the She Lives Purposely podcast. I am so excited that you are here. Um, I just know this conversation is going to be so good, but how are you? Yeah, I mean, your book, well, when this airs, your book will have just launched, which is released, which is so crazy. We are recording it a week before. How are you feeling? Um, Yeah, give us all all the feels. Tell us a little bit about yourself, too, for anyone who does not know who you are. Thanks, girl. I'm so happy to be here. Um, Yeah, so I have a book that just released. It's called Arise and Shine, How to Be the Light that Ignites Hope in a Dark World. And a little bit about myself is just that I, I live in San Diego with my husband. We've lived here since we were in college. We have a little dog, Charlie. We're both involved at our church. He's our worship pastor, and I do like all of our communications and social media. I'm also a part-time pediatric nurse, and I'm also an author, and so, so fun to have this conversation today, and I'm just, yeah, all the feels, can't believe that, well, as this is being recorded, that it's almost here, and then now that you guys are listening, it's here, and I'm sure that I'm just so excited and can't (laughs) believe that uh, these words are finally going to be out in the world, and just 
praying that the Lord will do what he wants to do with the words that him and I wrote together. So, so fun. Oh, I love that so much. I cannot wait to dive in. I pre-ordered it way back when you were like, pre-orders are available. So I'm so, so stoked um, for that. And two, like I've always thought this about you, but I remember too, because we were together a couple months ago in October um, and you just do the most. Like you have so much going on (laughs) and you do everything so well. And Mm. it's just so beautiful. And I don't need, I don't have any questions off of that. I just, I just admire that so much. And I think it's so cool and just incredible how you honor the Lord so well and give your all in everything that you do. And, mm. and that's just so beautiful. So that's, that's such a cool thing. That's so um, kind of you. Thanks. Megan. Oh my gosh. No. Yeah. It's so admirable and very inspiring too. Cause I feel like it can be so easy to mm. burn out or just give one thing your all, you know what I mean? But you, you really honor everything that the Lord has placed you in, which is amazing. So so tell us, yeah, no, um, tell us a little bit more about Arise and Shine and to, I guess, even like how God taught you the things that you are sharing in, in this book. Yeah. So the message was really laid back on or laid on my heart back in 2020 when the opportunity to learn what it meant to like form a book proposal came about. I um, was going to apply to be in this like book proposal boot camp is what it was called. And you had to have a book idea to apply. And I really felt the Lord calling me to apply. But I was like, okay, Lord, this application is due in a week. Like, oh my gosh, like, I don't even have a book idea. Like, what do you want me to write on? And I just felt him lay the word light on my heart. And kind of like, at first it was, okay, how do we reflect the light of Christ in all that we do? And so that's like kind of where it all started. But then almost a year later, I had one of the hardest nursing shifts of my life where um, I just began to question the Lord, like, where is your light in this situation? You call me to go and be your light, but how do I even shine your light when I feel like I can't see it or even I'm not even like feeling it myself or um, just feeling like it's way too dark, right? It just feels way too overwhelming. And then after that, I felt the Lord inviting me into like, this is what I want you to write about. Like, yes, like you guys, like as children of God, you are my reflection, but I feel like people are just wrestling so much with like, okay, how do we actually be the light of Christ in a world that is dark? Like, what does that mean? What does that look like? And so I felt the Lord invite me to study the word light in the Bible. And so I sought out that and you guys like, There is so much about light in the Bible. It's kind of crazy. But the things that I discovered really are that the enemy's biggest tactic is to make us feel like we're still in darkness and that we're trapped Mm -hmm. by darkness. We're overwhelmed by darkness. When in fact, that is a lie because the light of the world, Jesus, has already come and already defeated all darkness. We're just in this in-between time where darkness still does live in the world, but it does not have a hold on us. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Just talking really like the word of God is so, 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 so powerful and is so important really to come combat the lies of Satan, um, which is what you just said, but I, I just love that so much. I feel like it's such an important truth for sure. You know, the enemy truly makes us feel so trapped in shame and conviction. And a lot of times the, those feelings we can associate that they're from the Lord. Um, when the Lord does convict us, but he doesn't condemn us. So 
in Romans, we're told, you know, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And so the difference between conviction and condemnation is that one, like I said, conviction is from the Lord. Condemnation is from the enemy. He wants us to feel like what the sin that we do have in our lives is defining for us, that it is like a barrier almost sometimes from the Lord. Um, but the thing is, is a lot of times, you know, like we, unfortunately, you know, we're not going to be perfect. We are seen as righteous in the Lord now, but we do still sin. And so how, like, if we didn't have conviction, essentially, we all probably would just like sin and then sin again, because the grace of the Lord never runs dry. And we'd just be like abusing his grace, right? But the Lord comes in sometimes with this conviction of like, I have so much more for you than what the enemy is telling you is giving you this happiness that's temp that's temporary or that's making you, you know, feel excited or happy or whatever it is that a lot of the things that sinful things can do for us, but they're so empty and they're so um, deceiving and the enemy makes us feel like these sinful things are going to be fulfilling for us when in fact, like they're the least fulfilling, they're draining from us actually. And so the Lord is always trying to call us higher. He's saying, my son, my daughter, like I see where you're at and I see the longings of your heart and I have so much more for you. So yeah, what you're partaking in, like you you shouldn't do that, right? And so that the Lord isn't being like, you're a horrible person and you are just a sinner. And in fact, he's saying like, I see you as righteous now. So live in that identity. Mm -hmm. You are now holy in my name. So like, that's what can propel us to be in this continual state of sanctification, of looking more and more like Jesus, of not trying to be better, to just say that we're being better, but trying to be better in a sense of looking more and more like Jesus. And it's not in this, like, I hate using the word trying. Like, I wish there was a better word for it. But because um, I don't want it to feel like that it's supposed to, that Christianity is supposed to be this, like, oh, I just have to, like, sin less. And, and then I'm going to be a good Christian. It's like, no, like, the Lord loves you right exactly where you are. And because of that, like, we get to live a life that is worthy mm -hmm. and just a reflection of who he is and what he has done for us. And so the conviction that the Lord gives us is to call us higher and to call us to what he knows he has for us. But oftentimes it's in that conviction where the enemy comes in and he makes us feel shame and he makes us feel like we're just completely unworthy and like we, we have just completely lost hope. And so it's knowing the difference of the two and being like, okay, Lord, I think you are calling me higher right now. And so I'm going to declare who you say who I am over myself and know that any of these like shameful icky feelings that I'm feeling are not from you they're from the enemy like you have goodness for me you have hmm. so much glory for me you have um just so much love for me and that's what we get to again declare over ourselves and really just um you know not let shame have a hold on us because that is not what the Lord has for us. 
I I just love everything you said so much and just kind of this idea of conviction. Is the Lord calling us to more, to higher, because he has more for us? And I feel like shame and like condemnation is really just kicking us down where we're at. I feel like yeah. I say all the time where it's like, all right, the devil like tempts you to sin and then he kicks you down when you have sin, which just causes <laughs> yeah. shame and then even more sin. Like it's just this cycle. Um, Literally. But it's like, oh, yes, do this. And then like totally destroys you once you've done it. Yeah. Where the it's Lord like, do, do, is do like, it. And then you suck. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And the Lord is like reaching out with, no, like, I love you. I have redeemed you. And let's like go higher. It reminds me too, kind of, but like the woman caught in adultery where everyone is wanting to like, you know, stone her and like mock her. And I feel like that's just like this condemnation. And the Lord is like, you know, doesn't do that. And he's like, go and sin no more. Like it's this, you know, he kind of saves her from that, but then calls her to more. Um, Mm. So I, I absolutely love that. And I think that's just so encouraging for anyone who really is stuck in shame or condemnation. And yeah. I think at, at least one or multiple points, like we all can get stuck in that. So that's oh, such yeah. a good reminder. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That's so good. Of course. Yeah. So good. All right. I have one more like big question for you when it comes to just your book and, and all the things that you write in it. And that is just about like prayer and praying mm-hmm. boldly. Um, you talk about praying boldly, and I just would love to dive into that. Why is that important in our walk with God? This is something we actually were talking about mm-hmm. in a Bible study too um, earlier this Monday. But like, why is that important, and what can that look like? Like praying boldly. Yeah. So, I mean, prayer is literally getting to just talk to God. It's a time where, um, you know, James four eight says, "Draw near to the Lord, and He will draw near to you." Getting to pray to the Lord and just have a conversation with him is so beautiful. And he is so deserving of all of the praise. And so, you know, there's so many different ways that we can pray. There's the the Lord's prayer. There's, there's petition for ourselves. There's intercession for other people. There's praising his name. There's thanksgiving. There's all these different ways that we can pray to the Lord and just talk to him and one of the things like like you said like praying boldly is in a way it's saying like lord i know that you are fully capable of doing this i know that you can do the impossible i know that you are literally a miracle worker so i'm choosing to stand in that truth of who you are and ask of you this thing and if you do it or not it has no reflection on your character And it has no reflection on my character. Um, But Mm. we make room for the Lord to actually move and do miracles. What if we don't ask those things? Like, um, and it's not that he's not going to continue to do big things and work miracles if you're not asking. But it's like this beautiful partnership with the Lord of like, like a friendship with him of being like, I know what you're capable of. So let's like go after this world together. Let's pray for revival for our city. Let's ask for a miracle of healing over this person. Let's, you know, say, Lord, how can I begin to share your word more? Like, what does that look like? Um, But he loves to talk to us. It is his biggest joy to talk to us. He wants to be with us more than we ever want to even be with him. Mm. And so, I uh, just want to encourage you today, yeah, to just know that that there's no cookie cutter form for prayer. 
that it literally can just look like legit talking to a friend out loud, um, knowing that they're actually listening to you in there. Oh, I, I know what I want to share real quick. Uh, I, I think it was in one of my seminary classes. We I'm in a class about prayer right now. And oh, that's he, cool. he was saying something along the lines of like, so often we're almost like hesitant if if God wants to meet with us when we're praying or we don't pray because we're like, is he going to actually hear me or all this stuff? And, and that comes from so often in our life, we go up to our husband or we go up to someone and they say, oh, just give me a sec. Like, let me just do this real quick. And then all my attention's on you. Oh, let me just, uh, I'm going to clean the house real quick. We say this to our kids, like I'm going to clean the house and then, and then I'm going to play with you. Right. But as soon as we turn our face to the Lord, he turns his face to us and he's like, I'm here. Like, I'm all yours. What do you Mm -hmm. want to say to me? I'm listening. And I just thought that was such a beautiful picture because so often at the times we probably think the Lord is like, oh, just one sec, right? Because that's so often how we are treated by other humans. But his full attention is on us when we put our attention on him. So we just want to encourage you in that, that like he is so eager to talk to you. Like it's his greatest joy. It's his biggest delight is to just simply be with you and speak over you and listen to you and place no expectations on you. I I think that's so cool. And just what you said, like the second that we turn to him, he's turning right over to us. That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, Allison, thank you so much for this encouragement and wisdom and just everything that you shared. I like I mentioned, already pre-ordered your book myself, but by the time this is out, it will be, will have been officially released. So where can people get your book? I will be linking it in the show notes too, for anybody who um, wants to grab it. And again, you definitely should. Allison is just full of encouragement and um, yeah, I am just so thankful for you, but yeah, let people know where we, they can grab, grab your book. Yes. So it is sold pretty much anywhere books are sold. So Amazon, Barnes and Noble, um, Target, Walmart, christianbook.com. And fun fact, it's actually in the store of Target, not just online. So if you uh, have a Target near you, I think it's in the larger Targets. I don't know how many. I don't know. It might be in the Target near you. I know it's in a few here in San Diego. So go and (laughs) snag it in the store or order it online, whatever your little heart desires. (laughs) I love it. That's so great. Allison, thank you so much for coming on the She Lives Purposely podcast. Thanks for having me. Oh, wasn't that so good? She is just such an encouragement. I love Allison so much. Um, And I encourage you for real too, if you did not already pre-order it or buy her book to go and grab that. It's, um, she's just so incredible. And again, we're recording this a week before it comes out. So I have not read it yet, but I am so, so excited too. But friends, that is our episode for today. We have no Dear Meg today. So this is, this is it. And if you would love to love on the podcast, the best way that you can do that is to leave a rating or review, whether it's Apple Podcasts, I read all of your reviews there. Spotify, um, I guess subscribe on YouTube. I don't know if you can rate. I guess you can like a video. I don't know if you can do anything else on YouTube, but (laughs) subscribe in all the places, like, review, rate, all the things. I would be so, so, so appreciative and I can't wait to to read those reviews on Apple Podcasts as well. 
Friend, I love you. I hope this episode encouraged you. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Live for Jesus and live purposefully.